It's time to watch The Muppets with special guest Chris Langham. No, I know, and I really think that, like, after doing so many, like, so many, we did fucking two episodes on, I want to say Zoom, that I'm like, we need to make sure that we do some in person. No, we do have to do some in person, because, because A, it's nice to see you, yeah. and B, I think, like, our timing, our reactions to each other yes. is more fun when the, we're in person. When it's like, you know, it's much easier to talk over one another when we're in person. hundred <laughs> percent. The thing, though, is that we can't, you know, we're grown-ups. We, we can't. Are always i'm not always there when you call i'm I'm always always on on time time. and i gave you my baby be mine what is it that she gave gave you my what all it's your all i know but like the way there is like a self-censor in that like a pause right i think that was just like the style like you do like a like a pause or but i was listening to it on apple i was literally listening to that song the other day on apple music it was on your mind liz and i we go through these like waves where like i'm listening to too much like (laughs) like 90s indie rock and alternative and like modern indie rock whatever and then i'm like what should we listen to and it's like oh you know we should listen to we should listen to the R&B from 1994 I, yeah. to 1999, you know. That's so funny. So, like, I, too, listen to, like, I listen to all sorts of different music. Mm-hmm. But lately, for whatever reason, I want to listen to old school, it's behind you, like, happy hardcore me. techno. Uh-huh. Like, it's not good. It's bad. Techno beats with an amazing female vocalist over the techno beats. No, no, I know no. this isn't the song, no. Megan. No. You're like, I'm too cool for that yeah, song. Yeah, I am too cool. I know. Hi, Megan. Hi. Talking about someone who's cool, not Chris Langham. He's definitely not cool. He is British. I he forced Doug to watch this you episode. You did force me to watch And this I feel episode. badly because it wasn't even good. <laughs> it wasn't even good. It was actually probably the worst episode of The Muppets I've ever seen. Ex- <laughs> well, at least except there's for that. the opener, at, the opening act, at, which was Kermit and Robin, and the closing act was Saved by the Pigs. Why haven't we seen Kermit and Robin interact and perform together before? And they sang about being best friends, which I thought was weird. I was like, Kermit, I didn't think that you were that type of... I know you're not technically Robin's parent, but, like, you're Robin's, like, parental figure. Yeah, you're and definitely Robin's guardian. Are, it's like... Yeah. It's you're like he shit, was... Bro. He maybe was a hippie, and now they're friends, and mm-hmm. now, you know, Robin maybe was a latchkey Gen Xer, and then he, <laughs> you know, is staying with cool Uncle Kermit, and Kermit lets him have beer, and sniff cocaine, oh. and see naked boobies. Kermit definitely does. And I feel that. I sure. think that Robin's probably somewhere living in New Jersey or California, either one of those two states, period. <laughs> And um, probably California. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's probably just like hanging out, I don't know, Muscle Beach in L.A. or Ventura Beach or something. I don't know what he's doing. You're writing like, a real story for this weed, guy. Uh-huh. Rollerblading, like. Just like his growth is stunted because he did drugs so young, so he's still that small. He's still that small. Yeah, 
Poor Robin. Oh, wow. I want to see him on roller. Child though. actor. You know what happens to them? Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. They don't all grow up to be Haley Joel Osment. Or Drew Barrymore. Yeah. With their own talk show. Yeah. Drew Barrymore. I forgot that Drew Barrymore is. Yeah. She's a 100% a child actor. Doing all the worst shit when she was younger. Uh-huh. You're not Julia Gulia anymore. <laughs> She's a success story for a child actor, though, right? I think so. Yeah, for sure. I think my favorite Drew Barrymore is Never Been Kissed. Do you remember when... Is Never Been Kissed Josie Grossi? No, no, no. That's the wedding singer. No, that's Julia Gulia. Oh, Julia... She'll be Julia Gulia if she gets married. Why did she do that twice? Is that what you're Why about to ask me? Why did she do that twice? <laughs> And then what was that movie that she was? Danielle DeBarbrack. That's uh, our friend Lauren Cinderella. was like obsessed with that movie. What is Ever After Ever that after. movie's called? Yeah, Ever After. Danielle DeBarbrack. <laughs> <laughs> we watched the Chris Langham episode. Whoa, 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 whoa! Before we jump into this terrible episode, mm-hmm. can I name the worst thing I've seen Drew Barrymore in? I'll mm-hmm. do it. Santa Clarita Diet. The Santa Clarita Diet. Megan, you and I 100% agree that the Santa Clarita Diet is fully a bad show. I don't understand why it was made. Who made that? It's not, it's like, it's almost like, I would believe it if someone thought that they were making camp. No. You can't make camp, first of all, right? Like, you can make camp, but you can't. John Waters made camp. Yes. Okay, fine. He deliberately made camp. But. Santa Clarita, I feel like it's really hard to make camp nowadays. Like, I think Rob Mm -hmm. Zombie tried to make camp with the Monsters remake. That Monsters remake. But I think it was just not good. Yeah. The Santa Clarita diet is fully not good. And like. the It's disgusting. The only thing that I do think I like about that is, was it Timothy Oliphant plays her husband? In that he just is fully on board. He loves her so he much. Loves He'll her. do whatever. You he's would be do. that husband. <laughs> no, no, no. You really, literally would. I, I can definitely see that you liking that character because that's literally you. You're like, oh yeah, my my wife's a zombie now. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah, we gonna... just have to go harvest some organs. That's no big it's deal, fine. right? Like, yeah, she's just gonna eat this dead person. Yeah, real quick. It's but fine. he's dead already. Yeah, it's yeah, fine. It's fine. We'll figure Don't it worry out. about it. All right, go ahead, jump into this. We up. watched the Chris Langham episode airing in the UK on March 1st, 1981, and in the US on January 31st, 1981. Chris Langham. Um, He's should British. we go into who he is before we start this? Yeah, yeah. Because let's, this let's episode is controversial. It does not actually air on Disney Plus. We had to seek it out by other means. Other means. Um, where is this? Okay. And did yours keep pausing and was it like especially annoying to watch mine it? Kept because pausing mine was. And it didn't play me any commercials. Mine played all the commercials. It kept glitching to not play the commercials. And then at one point during one of his bits, it fully stopped and then just restarted from the beginning. Oh, and I was like, absolutely those? not. Those are bits? Um, okay. So Chris Langham. Is an English writer, actor, and comedian. He is known for playing the cabinet minister Hugh Abbott in the BBC sitcom The Thick of It. Oh, I didn't know he was on The Thick of It. Yeah, and people were like calling him to come back to acting. Like, let really? him. Yeah, because he came out and he. So, can I just go into what he did? Yeah, please. All right. So, he was caught with 
I think child pornography. Mm-hmm. It says here possession of level five. Okay. I don't know what that means in England, you know, like the degrees of whatever, but level five child pornography. I don't think it was babies. I think it was like a 14 year old girl, something okay. like that, like a younger, mm-hmm. which I guess makes it less terrible, but I don't know. Because uh-huh. I, I, I don't have, thank God, uh-huh. have that. Oh, the like pedophilia that yeah yeah like there's no way in my mind that i think a baby is attractive and i think that like if somebody does like i'm sorry that's that's terrible yeah no it's literally fucking terrible it's it's deranged which is not like a you know i can't imagine that anybody chooses no of course i can't imagine no I mean, I know some people have become, like, proud of it and, like, have looked for... I can't. I know. Up, 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 up. Move on. Right? Move on. It's like a festering, uh, a festering of, like, the illness of our society. Anyway, so he got caught with this stuff. Apparently, he had an alcohol problem, and mm-hmm. now he's sober, and he came out, and he was like, I don't even know why I had it. I don't know why I had it. I don't know why I did it. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I was an asshole. And and you know what? Maybe maybe he really is sorry. Maybe he means it. Oh, I, wow. I don't know. It says here he was – this all happened in 2007, which is kind of surprising to me. I didn't know that this was such a late or, you know, recent – I say recent. It's so – 2007 was forever it's ago. It's so weird to see 2007 and think, oh, that was, tw- you know, almost 20 years ago. Cringe. No, that's not 20 years ago. No. Why are, how did we get here, Doug? How did we get so old? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, it says on August 2nd, 2007, Langham was found guilty of 15 charges of downloading and possessing images and videos. Langham was jailed for 10 months, reduced to six months on an appeal. Uh, and he's, you know, a registered sex offender. Um, I didn't know he was on the thick of it. I almost watched the thick of it the other day. So the thick of it, if you're not familiar, is basically what the show Veep in the States is based on. It was the original, the same series creator went on to then create Veep. That's amazing. But kind of basing it on the the idea of his original series, The Thick of It. God, those Brits are great with the language. Armando Iannucci. <laughs> They're so witty. <laughs> yeah. There's a, a viral clip that I saw that was going around from an episode of Veep. Did you ever watch Veep? Yeah. Where when she walks through the fucking glass door, I just like that's one of the funniest moments to me ever. I keep seeing a clip from an episode where she's giving Dan shit about trusting Mike, I think, or trusting Jonah. And she says, that's um, thinking you could use him is like thinking you could use a, and she goes, croissant yeah. as a dildo. Dan, did your boyfriend? know anything about this i was trying to use jonah for intelligence that's like trying to use a croissant as a fucking dildo i thought no 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 let me be more clear it doesn't do the job and it makes a fucking mess (laughs) she is all it's gonna do is make it's all it's gonna do is make a mess i think something like that so fucking funny. I mean, you like what role could be more iconic than Elaine from Seinfeld? And then she I, goes on to play Veep. How? That's like saying like, what role? I know this is in comparison, but I'm looking at a picture of the ladies from AbFab. Mm-hmm. Like if Patsy Stone, jo- Joanna Lumley went mm-hmm. on to play something else that was like, yeah, even better than Patsy. Stone. Yeah, like these like what? insanely iconic. I mean, even you can. Roseanne, yeah, have a second act for you know if there was a, another character she could have pulled off or yeah like these really Wait, iconic characters. 
what other character could Roseanne pull off? That's what I'm saying. She couldn't. Yeah. Besides Roseanne. <laughs> no. <laughs> She's no Kirstie she Alley. She couldn't even play no, that character twice. <laughs> I sent you that video. We are totally derailed this Chris Langham episode. It's not good. Everything I was about to talk does, to you about Kirstie Alley. Mean, we, yeah, talk to me about Kirstie Alley. Last Wednesday, I had my library meeting, and I had just sent you that Kirstie Alley video. Oh, yeah. And From we the were, 90s? We were, like, getting ready to have our library meeting, and I was laughing because you had reacted, I think, to it. And someone was like, oh, what's – and I was like, well, I do this podcast with my friend, and we talk about Kirstie Alley a lot, and now I'm getting targeted ads <laughs> – not targeted ads, but a, tar- a video that's absolutely targeted to me of SNL. Kirstie Alley hosting SNL. <laughs> and I'm like, if you look in my thought bubble, like, SNL comes up a lot that oh, I yeah, say out yeah, loud yeah. in public, and Kirstie Alley, of course, when we record, comes up. So I'm like, this video is completely manufactured my for me. My friend's obsessed with Kirstie Alley smoking cigarettes for <laughs> no reason, so <laughs> – all right, should we get things started? No, we have to talk about the fact that it was very funny how they did like cheers. And then I thought to myself, I completely forgot that Kirstie Alley was on cheers. Yeah. It's how she started. Was she on cheers longer than Shelley Duvall was? Where everybody. I'll be right back. <laughs> Hello? That was a litter box trouble. They're just being crazy. It's not even Pearl. It's like Herman and Peter mustache paint. Sorry about that. All right. We, 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 yeah, let's just get things started. Let's get things started. Cold open. Chris, a messenger, brings a telegram from tonight's guest star who has canceled at the last minute. Kermit immediately hands over the guest star duties to Chris. You said duty. So. (laughs) That's how much I hate this episode. (laughs) Okay. Uh, I'll just jump down to the notes. So Langham was the only British writer on The Muppet Show. He was hastily made the guest star for this episode after the original guest, Richard Pryor, was unable to make the taping. This episode was supposed to be filmed the week that Richard Pryor accidentally set himself on fire. Okay, but, like, why did they choose him? Why didn't Jim himself? Well, I guess he can't be a Muppet. Kermit can't welcome Jim, can he? You know. It is amazing that in season five, when we say this show is at its hottest, right? People are banging down the door to try to get in. You couldn't find anyone else. Last minute. Okay, and on top of that... Is Lucas the studio where George Lucas get is George filming? over here? Is literally oh, I'm next George door. Lucas. Oh hey, I'm gonna, next door. I'm gonna host the Muppet Show tonight. George, Carrie Fisher, literally anyone. Why else? was Carrie Fisher never on this show? That's a sin. Why couldn't Carrie Fisher spend a half an hour know. every day doing that? I don't know. Because Chris was awful. He was awful, and it wasn't his fault that he was awful. Unless he wrote every bit that he was I in, imagine which maybe he did. He was a stand-up, so I wonder if some of this is his bits that are safe enough to be on a family program. You know, I don't know if he's like an edgy dude or whatever. I mean, he, his include his involvement in the show, the thick of it, leads me to believe that he probably works a little bluer than some. You know, like he looks like he should have had a cigarette in his mouth the whole time. He absolutely reeks of cigarettes. I can tell you he that he reeks of he cigarettes. reeks of cigarettes and like very cheap booze in yeah, this yeah, yeah, episode. Yeah. He's having pints backstage. He he has the look of someone who's like, Ugh. yeah. <laughs> Are we stereotyping British man? <laughs> well, he does have that very stereotypical British uh-huh. look, though. Like he would have those bubbles over his head in an old cartoon. Oh yeah, you know, yeah, like. Yeah. <laughs> 
I love that. During the Muppet Show theme, Gonzo is blown away in an autumn storm, which of course makes sense because this episode aired on March 1st in the UK and January 31st in the US. Come on, Jim. Asleep at the wheel here. Oh, it was put into production in August. So, all right. I guess. (sighs) Okay, here we go. I don't know who thought this was a good idea. This episode's a mess. This really feels like we should have kept that Brooke Shields episode. We should have found a way to make the Brooke Shields episode work for season five for actual release. But this episode can can have stayed. They didn't release the Brooke Shields episode? No. Remember, the Brooke Shields episode's not on Disney Plus because... Oh, yeah. We had to watch it's, it. It's uh, some sort of copyright issues with whatever, oh, yeah. whomever. They sing a Wizard of Oz song whenever, at the end. Whomever. <laughs> You're dressed like Fozzie Bear today. I am wearing my Fozzie Bear coat. Waka waka. All right. Kermit, not quite sure how to introduce Chris, <laughs> brings him on stage to introduce the opening number. And the opening number is Kermit and Robin sing friendship while fishing on the ocean. They dive in the water where they meet a mother whale and her baby. This was cute. Who join in the song with them. They suddenly hear a bang. Above, a gang of pig whalers sing along, singing, We'll Meet Again. They notice Kermit and Robin sitting on what looks like a boulder, but it's actually the mother whale. All right, so the song Friendship. I thought it was really cute, the mama whale singing. Friendship's an old Cole Porter song from the musical Dewberry Was a Lady. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Dewberry looks like a lady. (laughs) Dewberry was a lady. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and uh, We'll Meet Again is a song by Ross Parker and Huey Charles from 1939. God, we, we the love classics. <laughs> we, love, we love a hit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Megan. This guy, man. Why didn't Jesus take the wheel here? Someone fell asleep. You know what I think will be a fun thing is I haven't looked over these notes yet. What do you think was the UK spot? Because there was two... Things that very much could have been the UK spot in this episode. I know, and the fade out and everything. Yeah, both. I'm like, what? What was the UK spot here? Episode was very. (laughs) That's our problem. (laughs) Okay, where are we now? After witnessing a fiasco involving Melissa and her magnetic moose, which I, I don't even. Oh, hi, Melissa. Okay, Kermit tells. A wisecracking Floyd to be nice to Chris, and he since he's a newcomer. Well, I can't see for shit. Uh, okay. Um, Floyd, do you boo boo? Uh, Floyd, do you? You're making this episode better. Floyd, sensing the vibes. <laughs> Absolutely. I uh, I like the magnetic moose. This moose um was last seen. Where did is this? Where they say that the moose was in the um. He has like the that commissary cowboy or whatever. Oh yeah, the moose has got like forks and shit all stuck to its antlers. But they don't—they mention the commissary, but they don't mention Gladys. No, is it commissary? Am I thinking of the right word? Counter? Canteen. 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 All right. Another ancient word. That... Mash. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> all right. So now this is Chris's first bit. Chris dressed as a Scotsman. Why didn't they have Alan Alda on? Never. Yeah. Why wasn't Alan all I mean, they literally do MASH. How many episodes of MASH did they film per season, though? I wonder if he didn't have time. Yeah, he was probably... He was just like, 
making mash. Oh, you know, mashing away. You know what's funny? He filmed in L.A. I think, and then he flew back to his home. I think it was in New Jersey, really, or Connecticut. It might have been Connecticut, uh-huh. one of those East Coast states. Isn't that to so be with crazy. his family? He didn't want his family to be out in but Hollywood like, with him. What a world where like that show is the most popular thing in the world. Oh yeah. So they're like, yes, sir, Mister Alda, sir, we'll let you film. Four days, and then we'll fly you home. On the weekend. First class, yep. probably, or private jet, whatever. But think about what first class was in the 70s. Probably affordable. I'm sure. Sh- oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. First class now. Okay, so I'm going to Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. Let's say the plane ticket for coach was $1,200, right? Mm-hmm. 6000 more dollars. Holy shit. To go to first class. Yeah. Or business class. Yeah. 6000 And for twelve more dollars. 1200 you're basically being put in the like the above bin, right? Like <laughs> those are the accommodations. Yeah, a couple times. Yeah. Here's some Oh, what do you get like a tapas, like a like a little that little no, cheese actually, box thing. They actually feed you r- real food, like real meals. Uh-huh. But no. <laughs> it's it's and then the like How long's the flight? The way there is 16 hours. Fuck off. And by the end of those flights, Doug, mm-hmm. the bathroom is worse than the end of Bonnaroo. No. Yeah. <laughs> Just a mountain of poop. A mountain of poop. Like. Yeah. How do you not go for 16 everywhere, hours? Everywhere. You know. The flush it. Oh, God. No, you have to. You have to. I try not to drink anything. I try not. I try to like. I have been on maybe 10 or 12 flights now. Maybe more than that at this point. I don't know. I've peed in the air in an airplane once, in all that time. You're good I at dread the it. day that I would have to poop in a plane. <laughs> I I truly I dread the day that I have to poop on a plane. That is a nightmare. And I get like, I don't care. We're I get like stress stomach where yeah, I'm like yeah, yeah. I'm nervous that we're flying and yeah. I have to go take a poop because yeah. I'm stressed. You got to do it before. You Which get is on like the plane. so stupid. It's a mental thing, but like somehow I've mentally given myself like a full stomach ache that needs to be relieved via that exchange that exchange no it's terrible and i thought i was in an aisle seat and the woman who booked it put me in a window and the flight is completely full and i can't no you i need i'm like i am an aisle seat person because i don't want to have to inconvenience anyone i want to be able to get up and go if i have to which i don't ever have to get up and go but should i need to if you were on a 16 hour flight you definitely would you have to just get up a couple times yeah period it's it's a it's roof stoof. Mm-hmm. So I started making myself a list of things I'm going to bring to Hong Kong. Okay. this year. Well, this year actually, mm-hmm. I did go last year in November. Yeah, and now in March oh I'll go God. again. I know. Um, so I think I am going to bring my Game Boy, and I think I'm going to take a crack at Mario Land, Super Mario Land Two, and the Six Golden Coins because I haven't played it in a long time. Yeah. Although I've made it to Wario Wario's Castle. I have never faced Wario or beat oh, Wario. Oh, wow. That level's really hard. But... but, like, Doug, I've been playing this game since I was a tiny little child. Yeah, for, we'll probably say, like, 25 years, right? Like, you probably should beat it by now. Grow up, Megan. Beat the game. Oh, I like your Game Boy. You have the, the see-through purple. Yeah, and I'll have to bring little headphones. Oh, is this a plug where, like... You could just have it plugged into the wall. Yeah. I don't know where you get that from anymore, but yeah. I have, I think I have this plug. Like a universal one? Yeah. Oh, okay. So I think that's what I'll do because I was 
playing a lot of Assassin's Creed lately. Uh-huh. I have a bunch of Game Boy games I can lend you also for your trip. Okay. Because... I have a Tetris. I, you know, like classics that yeah, you actually yeah, yeah. would give a shit about too. I'm just what if like... you got into Pokemon? What if you like suddenly became a Pokemon person? You could you play on that? Yeah. On the Game Boy? Megan. I thought it was Game Boy. For. I thought it was the, the next Game Boy after no, this. No, it started on the Game Advanced. Boy Color. Yeah. Oh, okay. Pokemon Red, Pokemon Blue, Pokemon What's yellow. your favorite? My favorite, Yellow. It's kind of like the cartoon. Oh, that like, sounds good. You start off and you you play as like Ash and <gasps> you're Pikachu. Do you have you that one? Him. Yeah, I can lend it to you. All right. Okay. <laughs> All right. Chris dressed Pika? as a Scotsman, does some stand-up prop comedy shtick. And he drops something. Oh, something peanuts. In getting rained down by peanuts. <clears throat> yeah. He's like, oh, I didn't know they were going to pay me early because of the peanuts and this. You're not even going to pull any clips of sound from this, are you? I mean, I will, I guess, right? You kind of got to. I guess so. It might sound like shit. Yeah. An audience member comes backstage because he wants his watch back. Kermit learns to his horror that the magnetic moose is in the canteen. Mm-hmm. The moose runs away with pots and pans stuck to it, chased by an angry Swedish chef. Okay, so the moose was introduced before. The moose was introduced that's like the juice is loose. Oh, keep saying it. The moose was introduced. Unique New York. <laughs> so, okay. So this is when he enters from the canteen covered in uh, all sorts of crazy shit on the antlers, the forks and knives and whatever. This felt like the longest episode. This episode was insanely long. There's okay. there's a lot of like Muppets Newsflash. Sketches. Ma- uh, Muppets Newsflash. Metallic stars fall on the newsman. Okay. Then in his dressing room, I'm looking at this photo here, and I'm like, in his dressing room, look, he's facing in the wrong direction. He's I forgot that zen on, skiing. Oh, oh, yeah. On the Daily Motion link that we watched this episode, they on, everything it. had to be mirrored. Whatever. <laughs> so in his dressing room, Sam the Eagle witnesses Chris doing some zen skiing. Chris does a card trick for Sam using sausages. I liked Sam coming in to try to fix this episode. Sam the Eagle, of course, wants there to be culture in the program. And Chris Langham is, of course, just bringing nonsense to it, I guess. Sam, well, Sam can see just about anything as nonsense, but I don't feel like we've seen Sam in a little bit now. There's a moment where he looks up at Chris, and I don't think I've ever seen that much of his eyes before. I feel like we oh, get a yeah. little little new angles at Sam the Eagle in this episode. What if they had Big Bird on as a guest? Big Bird was a guest. I know, but what if Leslie they had Adams, him? Right? But why didn't they just have somebody else? Like, oh, you mean that? Like, well, I guess then that's a matter of trying to call Carolyn and be like, hey, yeah, I who don't else? Know. I mean, anyone else? A Sesame Street Muppet would have been a good idea because at least that's <gasps> a different Brian guy. Henson. Yeah. Why didn't they have Brian? I don't know. I don't know, Meg. I really, I don't. Why did they don't, have why this didn't they guy? Have the queen. Why didn't they? <laughs> They could have invited Good so morning. Many <laughs> okay, okay. So the next sketch, this would have had a warning if it were on Disney Plus and if he <laughs> weren't a pedophile. <laughs> this yeah, for for more than pedophilia, this episode would have had a warning. Oh boy. I mean, there is a bunch of you could read it as oh, okay, this is the UK spot. I'm just going to read it. Yeah. Uh, UK spot, a pack of dogs ride in a double-decker bus and sing, maybe it's because I'm a Londoner. Okay, there was an Asian, an East Asian dog with an East Asian accent, uh, an Arab dog 
with an Arab accent. Uh, what else? What else? What else? <laughs> I, I like the, the message of it. The was diversity cool. of London. We get it. Honestly, I think that's pretty cool. That yeah. was cool. That that yes, in London, it's you know very similar to New York. It's there. You know, it's a melting pot. It's a melting pot. Yeah. There's a lot of different people, and all of those. Or is people... it like a pot pie in London? Like what would it be <laughs> in London? It's, yeah. It's a... A pot pie. <laughs> what do they eat? Yeah, it's a shepherd's pie. A shepherd's pie. That's in, what it's called. London. But yeah, I, I, you know, like you, you meet a lot of different people in from New York that you know Puerto Rican or you know Chinese, and they'll all say I'm a New Yorker. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like it doesn't matter where their you know family yeah. heritage you know comes from yeah, or whatever. You live in a big place like London or a New York, yeah. and it's like. There's a culture, a, a flow. Yeah. There's a, you know, the public commuting, like all of it. Mm-hmm. It's like your unit. You're like the blood flowing through the, you know, veins of the city. And a lot of these major cities have like, you know, the little subcultures too. Oh, yeah. Of like Chinatowns and, you know, Korean pockets and stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's like the little Dominican Republic in mm-hmm. New York. There's East Harlem. Yeah. There's Harlem. The Bronx, there's, the, yeah, like all, you know. like there's a lot of different cultures. There's like little French pockets and. So yeah, I really um Is everything okay over there on that side of the Yeah, room? no, I just looked at one of your little it's like a dongle for the Apple thing. Oh. Um My office is full of things. Full of things and tchotchkes. Um and like childhood toys for kids that I have as an adult because I love toys. Like behind you, Doug, I have my man Magneto in many different styles because I love him and I just want to ask you Is it true? Because my brother told me that they are doing X-Men again, but like extending the story after Professor X dies. It comes out in March. Yeah. Yeah. This has been a thing. But it's going to have the theme. Yeah. It's called X-Men 97. And it's basically like if there was a season in 1997. Oh, my fucking God. This also may be how they introduce the mutants to the MCU as a whole. We're not really sure. It's very much going to continue the series, but it also may be a new stepping stone. I think now is safe enough of a time to tell you that if you haven't seen the movie The Marvels yet... I haven't. I haven't. I haven't. There's a post-credit scene (gasps) that alludes to mutants (gasps) that you probably should watch. The Marvels was very good. It's on Disney Plus now. And, I uh, love it. I think they should do an Air Max 97 in the old school X-Men colors because it's Air Max 97. The secret companies like mm-hmm. to do cool things. New Balance did a X-Men 97 uh, collaboration not too long ago where you bought your shoes by size. And when you opened it, you realized what character you got. There was Can you no, imagine if you got Cyclops? Would you be pissed? I would be so fucking I would be pissed. so mad. And I think the options were like Cyclops, Storm, Wolverine, and like maybe Rogue. I'd want Rogue. And, what about Gambit? Any of those options would have been fucking cooler than Rogue, Cyclops. Rogue, Gambit, Magneto, Professor yeah. X, Jubilee. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Jubilee, I, like that they'd just be like fucking like duck boot yellow. I be so loved. Cool. With like pink? Old school X-Men. Yeah. I watched that all of the time. I'm very excited to mm-hmm. watch it again. Yeah, it comes out sometime in March. I don't remember when exactly now. You want to cover it on the show? 
Might, After we finish season five, we'll move on to X-Men <laughs> like a check-in instead of uh, <laughs> instead the Santa Clauses. Or, yeah, yeah, exactly. We'll no, do no, it no, no. It'll be Fraggle Rock, but it'll also uh, be like, and, and a check-in really from X-Men. <laughs> it's all on Disney+. Plus. Oh, wait, no. Fraggle's not on Disney+. Plus. No, we're moving on to Apple Plus, Apple TV+. Plus. All right. All right. Disney was like, we don't believe in the Fraggles. <laughs> Thanks. It's so this weird. This is too woo-woo for us. <laughs> Kumbaya. <laughs> Chris displays a time-traveling apparatus, which carries him backwards through his speech. Um, so basically, my favorite part of all of this is like Statler and Waldorf just constantly dragging this dude every time. This was like silly and stupid. I don't know what. You know, there really was to expect from it, but this next bit, Meg, a this British is... chap sings about his encounter with the new at the zoo. I thought this was the UK spot. Me this too. Bit went on and it literally forever. says a British chap. This thing went on forever. It had scene changes. I really thought this was the UK spot. What is the new? Is that, am I pronouncing that right? G-N-U? GNU? Yeah, new. New. Written by Michael Flanders. It's <clears throat> pronounced when? With, it's pronounced, what? <laughs> no, I'm saying when people, what, what do people Oh, wait, yeah, yeah. N- N-G. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With music by Donald Swan. All right. Uh, Okay. I As do Kermit again. Says multiple times. Wait, whoa, 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 moving right. Oh, he does. He says it like in the last two episodes. He says it a bunch. Uh, okay, so but much. this British chap mm-hmm. is green faced, and he has like Ron Weasley's dad's haircut and mustache and even. mustache. Yeah, he does look like Ron Weasley's dad. Yeah, Ron Weasley's granddad, a British chap. <laughs> Backstage, Chris shows Kermit and Gonzo his imitation of an owl. Statler and Waldorf briefly. briefly Ponder the brief. What? Oh my fucking god! Statler and Waldorf <laughs> briefly ponder the brief pauses in the show. <laughs> this episode is really just a. No- it's not a banger. It's not good. Don't watch it. Gonzo enters it. Chris's dressing room to worship him. I Chris hate shows- that. I know. Chris shows him a trick involving a wardrobe closet and the magic word hoopla. Which goes awry with him becoming trapped inside. Regardless, Chris insists that the show must go on. I like that the magic word was hoopla. Uh, you use hoopla, right? I love hoopla. App. I'm just like in my thing, looking at stuff. I'm like this show. This episode was so boring to me. Yeah. You have to focus because you made me watch this episode, Megan. Look yeah. here. Look here. You want a $1,000 in a, a Hungarian Who is this? foreign? This is cool. Not act- I'm, I'm holding a piece of Hungarian currency. I'm not actually giving you my $1,000. Hercules cut. It says on it. Actually, Hungary is really, 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 really What's beautiful. that translate to? I don't know. I'm going to look it up. A thousand foreign. USD to foreign? Yeah, Hungarian. Even though they're in the EU, they don't use the euro. Foreign. 
Um, okay, so you had $1,000 bill. Dollars. Oh, no! Do you know what that translates to? $2. Yep, $2.77. Yeah. Holy cow. So what would that 1000 foreign get you there? Um, like a pint or? Not of like a craft beer, but okay. you could probably get. You I don't could, know why I decided to something. like measure money in pint. Hungary? Like well, Buda, I should say I'm Hungary is a big country. Uh-huh. Budapest specifically. Yeah. And I was on the Pest side, not the Buddha side. I think the Buddha side is more like a natural, natural landscape. The okay. Pest side is more like city. Yeah. I was on that side, and um, it wasn't that expensive. It was, it was. I remember you saying like very hey, well priced. I just had like an amazing meal, and it you know was cost like, me like fifteen so bucks. Reasonable. Yeah, that like you were like I love this with place. booze and everything. Yeah, yeah, uh, it was good. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. You know what's not inexpensive to go to what? Hong Kong. Yeah, <laughs> it's expensive. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, oh, well. Still stuck in the wardrobe closet, Chris somehow makes it on stage for the closing number, Hawaiian Cowboy. This was, thank God, they actually did something. I love the and showed pigs. up. They brought the pigs in. Yeah. With a cowboy hat on Where top was of the everybody this whole episode? Yo, he was not in this episode. No, but she's in the next episode. Though. Fozzie is not really in this episode. Then why couldn't... Like, I don't know. They have Frank Oz as the guest. I don't... I, I, Meg, I really... I guess this guy was just the best they could... He wasn't the best. I don't think he was the best they could have done. I really, truly don't. I don't know why Jim said, yeah, he, he can go up there. Wow. Okay. Let me finish off this description. They sing Hawaiian Cowboy with a cowboy hat on top of the wardrobe. He is... <clears throat> He is able to be audible from it, aided by breaking a hole to speak clearly out through the structure. It suddenly occurs to Chris that he can turn around and escape the closet from the back, which has an opening for him to simply step through. At the end of the number, it rains peanuts on Chris once again. At closing, Chris demonstrates his new electric larynx. Electronic, his new electronic larynx, which begins malfunction. Uh, okay, so in the notes here, I'm like... You know, I speed rounded out of that. But Sam the Eagle is the only Muppet performed by Frank Oz in this episode. That's nuts, right? Like, I told you. I just said I don't think Fozzie was in this at all. I thought I saw him, like, in the back. No? No. Piggy's nowhere to be seen. Like, I don't know. Bernie Brillstein is Jim's agent. Oh, yeah. I knew that name yeah. sounded familiar. Yeah. The name of the canceled guest star in, is a backstage reference. Bernie Brillstein was Frank's, was Jim's agent. This episode is one of two of, for The Muppet Show not included on Disney+. Plus For a good reason. This Great sucks. reason. This episode was a bomb. Just mid as hell. And it was below and mids. It was below. dirty weed. Dirt, dirt. When I hear <laughs> mids, I think of being a teenager uh-huh. and be like, what is it? Word is bond, Megan. Goody, which is not something that you go to the city and tell them that you want goody. That is a suburban term. <laughs> Learned it the hard way. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. That's very interesting. Yeah. I, of course, famously will not, um, would not, I guess, back when it was illegal. Use weed when it was illegal. Yeah, because I wouldn't know where to get it. Yeah. Where would I get it from? I would message... My backyard with me would... every once in a while. I'm like, I would text you maybe or my sister-in-law and yeah. be like, 
Hi. (laughs) Where did drugs come from? Can you can you help me? (laughs) That's so funny. And that's what I would do to my brother back in the day. I mean, then I found the right people. I don't know where to get this. Can you help me? Oh (sighs) man. Those were the days. I wonder if they'd ever make remake that show. You, you can't make a show like All in the Family today. You can't make a show like that. And it's like, why not? Why not? The the butt of the joke of that show. Tim Allen could make a show like that. I don't know that People he has it in just, him to no, no, no. But if he what wants that show, no. you know, I agree with you, hundo yeah. percent. Mm-hmm. Do I think that if Tim Allen pitched that show and pretended he knew, made? yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh-huh. I think give it a full they'd season. be like, he's the perfect person uh-huh. to bring be Archie Bunker. Oh, absolutely. Right? Yeah. Who would be who would be Edith? Oh my God. If Tim were I mean, I'm if sure there's other Tim people who could be better, like a real Arch were the Archie. Yeah. A f- believable Kirstie Alley's already dead. Kirstie Alley's already dead. And that would just be too Archie. <laughs> Their chemistry Their was chemistry- terrible though. Their- was it? Um, I don't know why Megan. My brain immediately is going to Bonnie Hunt. Bonnie Hunt would be yeah, his okay. Edith. Okay, Bonnie. Bonnie Hunt. Bonnie, yeah. No, oh, no, that's, that's Helen Hunt. That's, no, you're not. That's... Not Helen Hunt. <laughs> Wait, don't tell me. Don't tell me. Holly Hunter. <laughs> I'm like, you're talking about the corner of your mouth. All right, Megan. Wait, wait. Though. Bonnie used to have a show. You love yeah, daytime shit, TV. I love daytime <laughs> TV. When I said. <laughs> When I said she had a show, you were like, you, your eyes shined bright like a diamond. I fully came alive. Megan, I love a chat show. I love, and you know what? It's like, I never Mid-morning saw Mid-morning television. Love I, it. I never, I never sought out the Bonnie Hunt show, but did I watch it in a waiting did room once? Did the Bonnie Hunt show seek me out? She sure did. She sure did. I remember being in Las Vegas- with my nanny and uh-huh. she'd be like I'd be like you know off you know on vacation there yeah and she'd be watching I'm like oh my god fucking mid-morning tv is the worst yeah. and I got into NCSI though there mm-hmm. they you know they would watch it I'd be like, oh my god I can't believe that show's still on this show my dad has been but I heard Gibbs is not he's still on it sometimes and he's like a consulting producer they're making another spinoff of it about young Gibbs NBC not NBC CBS Wait. loves the young version I know I was like, young Sheldon, final season. But I got, I know what to do now. Young Gibbs. Even think about it. They made Muppet Babies was on CBS. Oh, that's true. So that's young Muppet. Come on. I just tied it back together. I love that. But I have a question. Mm-hmm. Is Gibbs, is young Gibbs, young Gibbs, how young? When he was in the Marines? Probably 20s. Does he have a mustache? Oh, definitely. Okay. Yeah, give me a break. What color is the mustache? Oh, I don't know. He has to be gray. He's like Steve Martin, right? He's just always gray. <clears throat> All right, Megan. Next week, we're going to watch the Wally Bogue episode. You ready for the synopsis? Hit me with it, Doug. In honor of vaudeville-influenced guest star Wally Bogue, the Muppets salute vaudeville with a balloon animal act, a bagpipe player, and a hypnotist. Wally performs acts he made famous at the Golden Horseshoe Review at Disneyland, including the Pecos Bill teeth-spitting sketch. All right, Meg. Um, you can follow along and watch that episode with us. We'll be watching. What am I? Why? Why? Why am I, I don't like think losing you how to wind watch down that episode? Though, just listen along. Yeah, listen maybe to look, us. Maybe look it up. 
But don't watch it. The Chris Langham episode yeah. or the Wally Bogue episode? Oh, okay, no, the Wally Bogue, watch it. Yeah. Okay. Skip sorry, this sorry. Episode. Skip this one. But join us next week as we talk about the Wally Bogue episode of The Muppet Show. You can follow us on social media at ITTWTM. Message, Message us. us. Leave us a nice review with five stars on Apple Podcasts. Super easy to do that. We'll share the review on the show. And until next week. Thanks for the gumball. I'm going to say Louise Gold would have been a better British guest. Thanks so, for the gumball, Louise, Louise Gold. Gold.